0: Listening to an episode of the Let's Netflix and Joe Podcast hosted by Reese Chanson. The Figo Affair. The transfer that changed football. When you talk about football transfers, there's been a lot of transfers over the years. A lot of transfers worth a lot of money. Neymar going to PSG. Messi going to PSG, Beckham going to Real Madrid. You know, uh, Figo's transfer from Parma and Juventus breaking out, falling out and him being banned from playing Italian football for two years. Ended up going to Barcelona and then cursing a lot of trauma by moving to Real Madrid. Now, we're talking about one of the greatest if not one of the biggest transfer deals in history. 60 million euros release clause on Luis Figo's contract with Barcelona. Valentino Perez, president, the current president, this was before he was president. He based his campaign on winning his presidency that he would sign Luis Figo. Now, he ended up winning the elections, And actually signing Luis Figo that's what this whole documentary is about the affair now there was a whole lot of drama debate whether he's a mercenary he's a Judas he's a traitor the Barcelona fans they would have killed him if he walked in the streets of Catalina if he walked in any street in barcelona they would have crucified him they would have stoned him they would have killed him now when you look at this document and you look at the current state of football right now it's not the same it's not the same at all now when you look at this in depth barcelona real madrid are rivalries they are Clásico, the biggest match in spanish history these are the two biggest clubs in spain and when they face each other all hell breaks loose the streets pass everything sits still until the dust clears and whoever claims victory uh, prints around until the next match now bear in mind when these two are playing it doesn't matter who's at the top of the league who's got a best record who's been playing well it all goes down to that game that 19 minutes that gives anyone the bragging rights to say we're the best team ever and Luis Figo did the impossible. He stabbed millions in the back when he moved from New Camp to the Bernabeu. He stabbed millions in the back. Now, bear in mind, he went on to to Real Madrid and be, be become a Ballon d'Or winner. He won the Champions League, and his during his time at Real Madrid, Barcelona did not win a damn thing for five years. Now that makes you think. Wow, he was that great. He had that stature that would make a team not win. Now, when you watch this documentary, there there are uh, conversations from the likes of Pep Guardiola. He talks about how he felt because apparently they were close friends when Luis Figo played uh, for Barcelona. And of course, the story gets brighter and beautiful for Barcelona. And Pep Guardiola he ends up managing them. He ends up winning Champions League with them, but. Luis Figo and Florentino Perez, his move to Madrid starts a domino effect for the Galactical of Luis uh, of, of um, Real Madrid and Florentino Perez. The likes of David Beckham, Ronaldino, not Ronaldino, Ronaldo, the likes of Citizen Zidane. They 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 they, get, they go into that team and they join the likes of Raul. Roberto Carlos, and they make a phenomenal team. You know, it was the domino effect, really. Even in the documentary, Perez even says, you're the first. Uh, like, Figo is the first. He's the first of a domino effect that that made Perez one of the most greatest, if not the greatest of all time, football president of all time. I don't think no one will ever, maybe it will happen in the future, but no one is as great as him when it comes to being a president of a club. He does wonders in transfer market. He signs whatever. Now, bear in mind, he lost the name of Mbappe saga not so long ago. He was determined to sign Mbappe and Mbappe stabbed him in the back. That's different. Now, This whole Figo situation, when you look at it and you watch a documentary and you listen to them and they, one person says, I didn't sign anything. I didn't say that. And they keep saying, I'm the protagonist. You know, I'm telling it for my version and my version is true. They're denying each and everything they say. It's quite extraordinary. So here's my theory. Had Luis Figo not left Barcelona. Would these enormous amount of money clubs use to buy players ever occurred? I don't know. But with the way football is progressing, I won't be surprised if one day we're going to buy a player for a billion dollars. Now, Barcelona is doing this nowadays. Every player, they they sign a new contract. All these new youngsters have uh, contracts. Uh, Release clause worth billions, which is absurd. No one is paying a billion dollars for a player Well at the time no one was paying 60 million euros for a player well Valentino Perez did And he paid six million in agent fees. So basically he paid 66 million euros to sign Luis Figo who would go on to help them win the Champions League, to help them win the league, and even win himself a Ballon d'Or in 2002. So, in hindsight, it was a great move, a horrible business deal by Barcelona president at the time. He should have given Figo what he wanted, but sometimes people get arrogant enough and think we don't need him, or he was confident in the fact that he thought, Perez would not pay the 60 mil, but he sent that 60 mil. Now, now when you watch this documentary and you look at the stature of football right now, you're like, what's with the hostilities? These fans were singing songs of vile lyrics, really. Vulgar beyond remorse for, for you to hear in a football pitch where children and elderly, and everybody is there. They're saying... Fuck you, you Judas, you traitor. Traitor, figo traitor, they're saying these things and you're wondering, wow, this doesn't happen nowadays. Yes, people get mad on Twitter, but they're not mad as they are now. People betray clubs all the time these days. So, it's enormous. You don't go to a rival team. You don't do that. Transfer to another country. You don't go to a rival team. But nowadays they can do that. Like, they do that. They do this mimicry thing. Sometimes they do a U-turn. Like, for instance, Paul Inns for Manchester United. He signed for Liverpool when he played for Manchester United. But he went into Milan first. So that, that, that sort of cushions it. A season there, two seasons there, they forget about you. You know, football fans have a short attention span in the sense that when things are growing great for them, they don't really care. But if shit's happening, oh my God, they will murder you. They will crucify you in the streets. Now, we were winning, so no one gave a fuck about Paul ain't playing for Liverpool. And they weren't winning shit, so we didn't really care. But we cared a little, but not that much. And when you look at the Luis Figo and Barcelona and Real Madrid situation are fair. It's just gruesome. It's just chaotic. It's, It's fortunate that something of this caliber of this nature happening. There wasn't, you know, much internet. Imagine if Twitter was around back then and the fans were as furious as they were. I don't think Louisville would take a douche without being known. Somebody would say he's taking a he's in the bathroom and over there, and they would show up and just maul him. That's how upset they were. They threw bottles, fam, on the football pitch. They threw they threw bottles of Glenfiddichy. They threw vodka bottles, all lagers, everything, at this man. They wanted to kill him. They would have killed him, but he killed them on the pitch. That's what he did. He derailed their their progress by beating them on the pitch. Of course, we all know that his first match back at the New Camp or Camp New he lost it. They lost. But from then on, he destroyed everything in that league. Now, of course, when you look at the documentary, a part of him wanted to move and a part of him didn't want to move. When you look at it now that he still lives there with his family. He still lives in Madrid. Makes you think that it was the best decision for him football wise. Yes. But he he, he struggled. You could see him. You could see the footage, the audios, even him talking about it. He struggled with it for a while. And it seemed like his wife didn't want the move. I understand why she wouldn't want the move. Because them fans were chaotic. They were losing their shit. And for him to go through that with his family, he's got two young kids. It's just absurd. But these things happen. When the fans hate you, oh, they hate you. They really hate you. And when they love you, they love you. Now, this brings me to to this. Remember when Ronaldo almost joined Manchester City? Cristiano Ronaldo, that is. Man, people were calling him shit. It, It happened in three days, I think. And on Twitter, they were calling him shit. They wanted to erase him from the history books. How could he go there? How could he? But, but a lot of players have moved from Manchester United to Manchester City. But it's not the same as the goat. You know, imagine if Robbie Fowler the Liverpool legend moved to Manchester because at a time back then, that would have been chaotic as well. So I understand him, Luis Figo moving from Barcelona to Real Madrid, how chaotic it it must have been. The atmosphere, you see it on the footage, and that's not the whole truth. It's a fragment of what really happened in them streets. It shows how brilliant certain people are. It shows that... Paulo, uh the Portuguese legend, how greedy he and Jose uh Figo's agent were. They wanted this move. It shows how good of a bluffer uh Perez is. He lied about 30 million that wasn't there. That he said that they had to pay him, but he was lying, which is incredibly genius. Incredibly genius. So he tricked Figo to come to Majid and he got what he planned and he got what he wanted. I have a feeling this whole I'll sign Figo thing, bear in mind, this, this dude stood up there and said, if he doesn't sign, um, if he doesn't sign Figo, he'd pay all the board members money. And i Apparently the money equivalent to 30, 30 mil. So he would pay them 30. That's why he went to Figo and said, if you don't sign, you owe me 30 mil. Which is crazy. Crazy. This this, documentaries like these make it interesting. Very interesting. I'm just glad Netflix picked this up. It's an incredible story. Louis Figo. The transfer, the change football. It really did. I don't think these, these Holland and then these Anthony deals that are worth 100 mil, 200 mil, these Mbappe's, eh, 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 you know, all these enormous deals that, you know, are worth a lot of money would have happened without that Figo deal. It, it, I feel like that showed that if you want a player, you get them. And if you scouted the player well, he'll deliver greatness to you. And that's what they—that's what Figo delivered to Real Madrid. Now, is Figo a traitor? Yes, he is. Did Barcelona board or president betray Figo? Yes, they did. They were greedy and they were prideful. They thought that he would stay because no one would pay that money. They were like, we have three years with this man. He's got a contract. So... Fuck him. They didn't think Perez would pay the money. That's where their greed was. They thought it was best to keep a player who wanted more money, and they let out the world and the fans know that he was a mercenary. That's not the case. He gave them a plethora of opportunities to do right. And then this whole thing about him saying he's got two plane tickets, one to Madrid, and went to barcelona and he denies it in the end but that's incredible imagine you calling someone and say i got two plane tickets one's going to madrid and one's going it's coming to barcelona i'm in or portugal whether i get on that plane to barcelona it's up to you and this cunt of a president says fuck off go i don't know if he's thinking he's not gonna do it and it gets on a plane and he goes Just wow. Wow, indeed. So that defined Barcelona in that moment. And that also defined Real Madrid. So, Luis Figo technically is the downfall and the upward trajectory of Barcelona and Real Madrid. Yeah. That is incredibly cool. Anyway, uh, thank you for listening to my thoughts on this documentary, The Figure fame, um, the Transfer That Changed Football. It's incredible. I think everybody should watch it. Um, totally amazing. Uh 5 out of 5 for me, or 10 out of 10 for me. Just wow. I think Netflix should do more of these uh football documentaries because we love football. I don't know, do films, uh, do, you know, there's so much content Netflix could tap into, but they don't want to. Anyway, thank you, folks. Let's hang out another day. It's been amazing.